so calling the wave or like the calling of the water pool pai pai it's called so that means slap the water call the call the mama the wave everyone and welcome to the Vertical Time Podcast, a podcast dedicated to Lomi Tools for Healing. Across the pond, I meet Kahuna Harry Ohana Jim to discuss concepts of the Hawaiian world that help us align if only for a split second with vertical time. Or to be honest, I just hang out with Harry while he blows up my mind. Okay, so in this episode, we're going to talk about calling the wave. And it's a really, really big topic. Um, I think it's, it's, it's a really nice episode we've worked on. So thank you for being here, diving into this meaning and uh, genuinely working with this idea and image of calling the wave. I think it can really benefit your work as a therapist or a healer or just a person. <laughs> so I have this crazy idea of putting all of Harry's knowledge in a book and in German on top of everything. And it's one of the first things I stumble upon, calling the wave. So I quickly want to share with you what it says in Harry's book he wrote with Garnett Arledge. The book is called Why Secrets of Aloha. It says, Ho'opaipai o kenalu, call the wave. It is both a surrender to the mighty ocean and a command flying gloriously over it, calling in the perfect wave for surfing. Ho'opaipai o kenalu, show up perfect wave please so I can meet you, so I can receive you. This is sort of where we start discussing this aspect and why it's so important. And I kind of ask Harry, what do you think is the placement of of this in, in this whole body of knowledge? I feel like it's really important. And um, yeah, and I ask him, what is this placement of this perhaps in, in the German book and what does it mean? <laughs> I want to kind of take a second yeah. and return to the first sentence you said, which was calling the water. Yeah. The yeah. calling of the water. Yeah. The calling of the wave. Yeah. And I called to Moana, the goddess. That is the thing that needs to be like one of the markers. It's called calling and feeding. Calling and feeding. Yeah, it is the critical, iconic idea in the Hawaiian culture where all things are called and fed to source, which is if you're raising a pig, you will call it every morning and feed it. If I'm raising a dog, I will call it every morning and feed it. And, and when it's about surfing, you will call the wave and feed it. And you will call grace from the way from Moana is the mother of the water so calling it asking it to uh, participate in your experience and reversing that which is gratitude we feed the pig food we feed the wave gratitude 
when people get that in terms of touch where they're calling their their receivers energy to participate in responding to our healing and you're feeding it so we feed attention in german the hawaiian is giving you an opportunity to feed gratitude mm -hmm. that changes the whole context of the surface of the the service that you're providing it becomes so engaging mm -hmm. by participating in this calling and feeding. I think it returns to that idea that the difference between most cultures on the planet is that we all live in a horizontal field where everything is projected one step after the next, yeah, as in time. Uh, Wine says, no, no, there's another way of seeing it. That's vertical time. That's the connection to your soul. And to be able to walk through both the experience of the surf, as well as the experience of spiritually calling for an abundant energy to serve the experience of being grateful. <laughs> is that what is expressed in the um, in that? What is it? A rune, that sign, yeah. the sort of the gib, the three spot is the calling of the grace and the receiving of the home that grace creates, the safety, the context of uh, absolute um, stability. Where is that from? It actually is this, the, the, the glyph that was used to define the school. The school had a structural place of maybe nine or 11 people sitting on the beach and the chalkboard was a stick in the sand. And that particular symbol was never expressed in in chisel or in rock mm -hmm. it was expressed from one person to the next so it was only expressed by design it was never expressed in any form of tapa or print and so it is a school signature healing okay. present and defined by the energies of grace receiving gratitude Right. It's the best I can do for English. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do for German. <laughs> yeah. Given that. And um, so that there is a countercurrency occurring. That's why the wave comes to the surfer. A countercurrency? Yeah, the currency of grace receiving gratitude, returning grace receiving gratitude. Countercurrency. Right. Two expressions moving in the same line. This is the same thing that grows the relationship you have with a pig, if you're raising a pig, if you're a farmer raising corn. It's the same context of the commune of energy between the two is the absolute joy of Mother Earth herself. Is this why um, you describe kahunas um, being of the element of water? Because this is something I stumbled upon. There is a study of the element of water in the specialism of kahuna, but there's also a study in the element of wind. There's a study in the element of electricity, but it, it is in the nature of its relationship with the human soul. When we dance to the uh, honor of the nature that we see around us, the nature responds to us. When, when, when I dance to the intention of gratitude upon touching your elbow, the elbow responds to me because there is nothing more 
particularly unique than the expression of human touch. It ignites your mind. Mm. And when you do that in rhythm, that's Lomi. When you call and feed that energy into manifestation, that's healing. Yeah, human touch is critical. And yet so critical. much and yet so much can happen without it. Um, it still is the human touch, I promise. It is the mind of the human is absolutely capable and only species capable of creating from abstract. Most of the demons on the planet are imaginary, but they have just as much evidence of potency as the real one. I'm imploding again. <laughs> Let's make it really simple. Did you know that someone can just, in thought from another dimension, keep nagging at you? Right? Mm. It, on Earth, that experience is about a mosquito taking a drop of your blood. Mm. So on Earth, the demon is the mosquito. The other one's imaginary. How does that work with you when you're healing, when two people are in the connection of the imaginary flow of grace receiving gratitude? The healing is definitely changing the nature of the physical world. And the body is responding to being supported because there's nothing more potent than the attention of a human. It's an incredible thing from all other perspectives hmm. except our own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a need, of course, what I'm trying to say is there is a need, of course, to pick up the specific technical skills that are engaged in this body of knowledge. That's true. But the, but the real exercise is the expansion of you observing healing occurring. That's Lomi your expanded ability to notice and engage by thought and touch. Rejuvenation of the human body. Really, really happening. I keep thinking back to that moment uh, in my last ayahuasca ceremony where I'm sure I have never seen something like that before, but I am sure that I saw some kind of a demon going into in another person and I keep going back to that moment and wonder whether this is what it would have needed the human touch whether this is this is protection from from real negativity human thought is capable of both direction but the human engaged in the human soul is only engaging converting negative to positive. So the old, while you take that moment of urgency and notice that something is entering a body, trust, really notice that that's not, that's not the last chapter, that's the first chapter. They will exalt and extract negative. Yeah, and it did. It is yeah. what happened. It is it's what happened. Was it, um, a, uh, was it the right expression to be in vulnerability? Uh, you know, we're, we're doing the ayahuasca to um, break habit. 
you have to take vulnerability as part of the risk to break a pattern. Because mm -hmm. keeping a pattern is where the risk is in the, doesn't exist. Just simple death. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Bang it till it's dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really, really. So, yeah, there is risk. But the, the greater risk is to be afraid of it. I don't know when I figured this out, but it probably is in the last, during the pandemic, is that the whole world is going to get so exhausted from information, they're going to just give up and go into just what frequency works for them. Yeah. And so I want to be there when they ask, how do you do what you do? It's like, okay, here's how. Mm -hmm. It's connected to the stories I have to say. And, and I think that's um, got a huge um, curiosity. Yeah. And it prevails. I think it, it really does. Like now, because I've done it so much. And now whenever I ask for help, whenever I ask, you know, it's there. This whole, mm -hmm. everything. It's a space that's, um, that's prevailed. And it's, it's prevailed more than any knowledge I've ever had. Yeah, because, you know, I present, present it as a, as a choice in the matrix, but the matrix is there already. So just like you, when you get a lot of people learning your teaching, they'll think, they'll think I, I, I want to talk to her, right? What happens is the world turns that into your own information. The frequency of Kahilani, the Aztec records, all knowledge. What is it in Hawaiian? Can you say Kahilani? And Kahilani is an actual substantive um, spherical layer of energy known as that purple haze between all of darkness and the reflection of earth from the sun. So especially in Hawaii, you can see that the the the, the spectrum church from kind of a bright violet into deepest nothing. The bright violet is the Kahilani, the the actual substantive records of all that's been on this planet. So it's the color of the earth, really, right? That's the defined space where the etherical oh. energy oh, okay. actually exists. Not for the entire universe, but for Mother herself, the Earth, all things that has ever been and ever is, is in that context. So when I ask for help, what's given to me is access to that remembering of how to get through where you are, whatever information you need, mostly frequency. Mm -hmm. I see. mostly frequency yeah. and the frequency is in the simplest of language grace unmerited favor <laughs> received and gratitude extended this so, isn't a hack this is like how it goes <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean because we're looking for that easy way out it isn't it's very difficult to call it attention, your attention. 
And fact, truth is nothing happens till you call your attention to attention. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a really nice time to do that when you first start the treatment, yeah, is to call your attention in attention, ask for the help and have service as your forefront of purpose, especially Mm -hmm. since you're, you know, opening the door of vulnerability. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I did it today too. I was like, oh my God. Especially the acupuncturist who has such a protocol directed approach. Then now all of a sudden we throw all that away and we just go for what's next. Because uh, acupuncture has become very mechanical. You have that mechanical structure that's very supportive of the outcome. Mm -hmm. And then you have this approach, which is, no, I'm just going to take a breath, follow the breath of my client and move right. with the water and keep staying in the, and because I don't know what I'm doing I'll ask for help <laughs> <laughs> you you never you never think or you never like not really yeah it's still the movement of your thought in rhythm with your feelings but if there's like any symptoms you don't address that consciously you're totally addressing it consciously. You're not uh, disaware for sure. I, I just kind of want to express how, I guess at this juncture, you know, when I'm working, there's two other guys there. The seven-year-old of me and the 90-year-old. Of me. Mm-hmm. And the 90-year-old of me has seen it all. It's covered all corners. Mm-hmm. It's the seven-year-old that presents the animation of vitality. Mm-hmm. But if I get a tap on my head going like, maybe you should talk about this kind of like loose tissue under the skin on the left shoulder, you know, it might be smart. In other words, the uh, kinole is happening at all times. The right thing at the right time for the right reason is happening when I'm doing the right thing, which is discovering mm-hmm. what's, what's happening in that corner, right shoulder, wherever it is. Finding out how it feels. Of course, I've felt it many times from other people. To the child and to the old man that's with me. They've right. never seen this. <laughs> I'm the paradox is what I'm trying to express. And as I embrace what I have, all the help comes. Yeah, that's grand. It is grand and it's what you've experienced, I'm sure. That's why it's so ineffable. It happens because of your attention, not your articulation. It's mm-hmm. a huge difference. <laughs> mm. That there, there are clients in your world that'll come to you because your clients come to your, to your service to expand you. They basically, that's why they're there. But there will be clients who can only receive port- protocol treatment. And then there'll be some men who show up and they can only receive intuitive release. And will you know the difference? Only if you ask for help. Mm. <laughs> you only need one split second of a vertical to have a whole horizontal experience. Yeah. But that one split second sends you to the right, the only being at the right place at the right time. Yeah. Doing the right thing for the right person. The first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so calling the wave or like the calling of the water I think oh, pie pie, it's called so that means slap the water 
called the called the mama the way. Mm -hmm. Christ receiving gratitude. And um, the power is in artic. The power is in um, attention. It is not in articulation. So that was it for today. Thank you so much, Harry, for today's session, for shedding light onto the Ho'opai-Pai image and declaration. And yeah, thank you everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vertical Time podcast. And yeah, you can check out our website and check out how you can support us and Harry's work. And yeah, I'll see you next time around. Bye.